Welcome to another episode of Mini Money, the podcast that's all about helping you make smart financial decisions. I'm your host, Francesca, and with me here today, as always, there is our resident financial expert and Mouth Money editor, Ed Griggs. Hi, Ed. Are you doing? Hey, Francesca. Okay. Good. Thank you. So, fantastic. Let's kick things off with our word of the week. But actually, today is like more phrase of the week, and it's an emergency fund. So can you just like break that down for us, please? Yeah, obviously we do lots of really kind of key financial, personal finance terms and words and phrases. Um, this is a really, really cool one uh, that kind of you're always going to get recommended um, it is an emergency fund. So what is an emergency fund? Emergency fund is a pot of cash that is readily accessible, instantly accessible to you uh, that is solely set aside for, as it says in the tin, emergencies, or sometimes it gets called a rainy day fund, you know, for a rainy day. So uh, you basically uh, set yourself a rule, don't touch that money unless I really, really need it, like, uh, you know, something really actually urgent. Um, and, and, you know, that you can't kind of uh, rely on anybody else or, or, or any other situation, um, a pot of money, basically, uh, yeah, for when the worst happens. And yeah, it's a really difficult question. Uh, it's very kind of individual on your needs. You, know, you do get these kind of rules of thumb uh, of like three to six months of your income or how much you would, uh, your costs might be. So, you know, think about things like, you know, if you couldn't work, maybe what would your, you know, mortgage be and all your other bills and that kind of thing. And how much would you need to get by on over a period of months? So that's kind of rule of thumb, but obviously it depends on your own situation and your employment and, and, and that kind of thing. And also what you might, you know, be prepared your emergency fund for. So you have an emergency fund, you know, that might be set aside for if your car breaks down or you might have an emergency fund that specifically, you know, if your income stops, a lot of people are kind of self-employed and they might, you know, have no, no earnings for a few months. So, so often it can be used for that. So ultimately it depends on your situation. Um, but yeah, it's really important that, uh, that, that you don't kind of overstress it. You don't need thousands and thousands necessarily. Uh, it's what you're able to set aside, uh, you know, what you can do. And how someone should start to save towards like an emergency fund? Yeah, it's a tricky one because, you know, everybody's on kind of different income levels and it's not always easy to save. Um, but I'd always say little and often. So even if you're only putting 50 or 100 pounds away each month or, you know, even every week, put ten, put a tenner in a, in a savings pot or something in your bank account. It's a really good way to just get started with a small base, you know, uh, but it, it's a really important thing to have. Uh, aside from anything else, because uh, having a, a cash emergency fund, um, is a much better way of dealing with an emergency or you know a, a, a point in time when you really 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 need the money mm. instead of having to rely on a credit card or something like that of course and is it advisable to invest a portion of my emergency fund for potentially higher returns or should um it always be kept like as a, in a liquid and easy accessible form no, you must never ever use it for investments or anything that you can't easily access it in its kind of cash form. Don't even put it away in kind of like a one year savings account or something like that. You need to keep it in cash, easy access savings. It has to be instantly accessible. The thing with investments is investment values go up and down. So if you put a thousand pounds in a, an investment account, you think, okay, well, if I need the money that I can just sell people, you might go back the next day and they've gone down by 10 pounds or something like that. And you've lost money and you have to take it out. Yeah. You know, and you're just kind of, uh, you know, realizing a lot 
think you've got a bit of drilling in the background there. Let's try and ignore that, shall we, Francesca? She's so annoyed about it, but let's keep going. So we'll push that. through. We'll never, we'll never fix it anyway. Uh, so in terms of, yeah, um, uh, it should be an easy access, cash savings. Look for the best rates you can. Uh, interest rates are high at the moment, so you know, they can be pretty good uh, in that sense. And what about any tax implications? Yeah, so I mean, there are possible tax implications, but it really depends on how much money you've got in the account. Uh, you're unlikely to have kind of tax implications that if you have money in an easy access savings account, you can have to pay tax on on kind of on earnings, um, but that's only over a certain threshold. So if you're dealing with lower, you know, portions of money, then it's probably not as much of an issue. Perfect. Thank you so much. And um, so. Uh, we had an important economic news today that maybe you would right. like to talk about. So, Ed, can you enlighten us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we get them every month uh, and we had some some key news yesterday uh, and a follow up today. And that is inflation. So the latest inflation figures actually came in at exactly the same as last month. Strangely enough, um, it's a bit of a problem. We want inflation to come down. Obviously, it's been high for a really long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem here is that obviously the higher inflation stays, the more the Bank of England has to kind of push with interest rates. And the more it pushes interest rates, the more that creates kind of je- jeopardy for the economy. Um, we also had wage data yesterday, which suggests that actually wages are growing faster than inflation for the first time in quite a long time. Uh, so there's kind of a very mixed picture there. It looks like we're probably going to have higher interest rates for quite a lot longer than anybody initially anticipated. Uh, thinking about kind of inflation specifically, what's driving it, um, there's a few things kind of offsetting it at the moment. So milk, cheese and egg prices have come down, which is quite good. That's quite, you know, if anybody likes a, uh, an omelette in the morning, because, you know, milk, cheese and eggs, that's how you make an omelette. I think uh, and um, and then on the flip side the thing kind of driving uh, the keeping the number higher I should say uh, petrol is going up again I anybody who drives I drive I've definitely noticed it um, you know prices are going up a little bit uh, and, and and people feeling the pressure at the pump uh, there is more kind of bad news coming down the line potentially gas prices look like they're going up again potentially obviously that's not going to have an in imminent impact on people's bills because we have uh, a, a price cap on energy um but uh, yeah we could slightly higher energy prices in the next few months uh which again could be a big problem for the bank of england especially as they're trying to kind of get inflation back under control um yeah uh and that that's kind of the the, the main issue um that the economy is facing among many others of course. And right now, let's dive now our Mark Money blogs of the week. Uh, Ed, can you tell us about like the best blogs that came out this week? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we've got quite a few really nice ones today. We've got quite, quite a big focus on, uh, well, a couple of focus on debt. Um, so we've got a piece from uh, uh, Tolly Frimpong, who's a really, really good debt expert. She knows everything you need to know about debt, right? So many good pieces for us. So if anybody's kind of got debt issues, please check out Tolly's pieces on, on uh, the money. Uh, so she's written a piece on the hidden dangers of buy now, pay later. Obviously, a really popular payment method, especially as kind of budgets are stretched. But there's kind of, you know, issues with uh, buy now, pay later that can kind of lead to a debt spiral uh, and, and make things kind of ha- harder. They seem really easy on the face of it. But yeah, some potential issues there. 
Uh, we've also got a really nice piece from Shoe Street Jane. Um, she's got a piece on the lies we tell ourselves about debt. So this is more of an emotional piece. Uh, and it's kind of those things that we, we all say to ourselves. And I've definitely said a few of these things to myself, um, you know, justifying that debt is normal or that you deserve a treat that you can only pay afford with a credit card, things like that. Just kind of digging down to some of those things that drive, you know, you, drive you to take on debt when possibly you shouldn't be uh, and it's not really practical uh following that up just the last piece is from uh another one of our our, our long-term bloggers uh finance d uh so d's really really into her kind of fire movement for those who have mm -hmm. haven't kind of heard of fire movement it's uh oh i can't even remember what the acronym now is um uh fire what is it i can't remember now i have to put it in the notes uh, but basically, it's all about kind of saving as much money as you can and retiring early. That's it. Fire, F R E, retire early. I can't remember what the F I remembers now, which there we are. Um, she's got a, a piece on Ramit Sethi. So he's kind of one of the gurus of the fire movement. Um, and he's got some kind of key budgeting guidelines in his book, uh, which is called I Will Teach You To Be Rich. Uh, she's kind of looking at some of those kind of budget budgeting tips that, that he has and whether they're kind of worth it for kind of millennials, you know, younger people to, to follow. Um, so some really nice stuff in there. Now, just the last two pieces we've got this week, obviously uh, really love our deals from Jordan Cox. A couple of really nice ones. So we've got free skincare bundle worth up to £41, which is really nice. Obviously, don't uh, spend any money you don't have is always the, the most important uh, lesson to take away with deals. But uh, there's also another deal on adults getting to go free at theme park fright nights and dungeon attractions this Halloween. Uh, so have a look on Mally Money website and you can find all the details for that one. Excellent. And thank you for keeping us informed. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Mini Money. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our discussion on emergency fund and inflation and the latest monthly money blogs and make smart financial choices. And we're going to see you next week. Oh, we won't be seeing you next week, Francesca. Just as a, a little reminder, uh, although it's probably not public knowledge, uh, I'm actually going off on paternity leave. So we will be taking a break for a couple of weeks while I deal with becoming a dad. So uh, I'll uh, see you all when I get back. Well, congratulations to Ed. And well, see you in a couple of weeks then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.